top-ranked UFC bantamweight Corey Sandhagen, the Sandman. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Well, now, you know, you finally get a fight you deserve. Was there a silver lining for you for, you know, in these past six months or so where you were like going back with all these fighters and even maybe negotiating with the UFC? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that I, uh, I mean, on paper, I definitely haven't had the best luck in, in the past year, but I think that kind of the circumstances of the division and everything, I think that I'm in a really good spot. I think that uh, I, I I really believe I'm only one fight away from a title. I just got to perform really well against Aljamain, hopefully get a finish and then uh, and then, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the title talks. So I think I would have been in this spot, whether I would have fought Frankie in January or not, or would have fought anyone in April or not, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd still be in the same spot. So to me, yeah, man, it, it, it's all good to me. All right. Before we go into Sterling, uh, I wanted to talk about Colorado. You guys recently, uh, lifted the lockdown. Is that, is that right? Dude, I don't even know what's going on. I think that <laughs> we, we, we we're in phase one. And we're planning for phase two, whatever that means. And uh, so, like, our restaurants are closed. Gyms are still closed. But, like, uh, I guess phase two is restaurants and gyms and stuff like that. But right now, gyms and restaurants and anything <laughs> anything fun <laughs> happening right now. It's like you're living in a video game, right? Phase one, phase two, phase three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I try not to think about it because when I do, I'm like, damn, this shit is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Every, and every place is different, too. It's not like, um, you know, every place has the same rules. Like, New Zealand has been on, they were on lockdown for like two months straight, like straight lockdown. Nothing was open. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even in Colorado, dude, it's like county by county. Like, there's mm-hmm. a county that's uh, like 40 minutes south of here. And they're just kicking. They're just going, you know, everything's open. They're just going. And then everywhere else is still kind of shut down. So, yeah, it's crazy. So this limits your your training and, and what you can do, right? So I saw that you were running a lot of the trails. You were even getting back into Taekwondo. Talk about that, man, uh, doing the, the kicks. With- uh, yeah, that was the beginning of quarantine. So that was when, uh, when everything was still really hot. And uh, I hadn't had a fight coming up. So I was abiding to the whole uh you're only hanging out with the people that are inside of your house you know so uh i I think i got pretty good at my kicks and stuff you know like all the all the spinning kung fu stuff i think i got pretty good at uh which i enjoyed it was a good learning process i was doing that with my girlfriend a lot uh the weather got a little bit nicer so um now i'm doing stuff outside obviously the last uh i don't know seven or eight weeks or so uh i've been going into the gym because i've known about me fighting pretty soon um so i've only been using three training partners uh having three coaches so i mean i've only been around like that small circle of people and that's kind of how we've we've been settling it or, or handling it on our team is uh the UFC guys that have fights coming up are only allowed to train with kind of other UFC guys and uh or, or just specific training partners for those guys and everyone else is kind of, you know, not allowed in the gym. Do you like that better? Having limited amount of people inside the gym? Mm, I don't, I don't like not having as many bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like all of the special attention. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning a lot because, uh, all of the focus is on me. So, uh, there's a big spotlight on all the errors that I've, I've made and, or, or I've had in the past. And, uh, that's given me a lot of opportunity to fix those, which has been really awesome. 
you said you've known by, about this fight for a while. Well, did you know that it was going to be this date or did you know that this fight was just happening? I guess I didn't know that the fight... I, I knew that uh, the next fight for me was... Or I didn't know, but we had speculated that it was me and Sterling sometime in June. And that's what I was told. So I was like, okay, I'll just I'll just start getting ready as if I have a fight on the books and stuff. Um, and then... Me and him actually have the same agent, so that was kind of like simple communication. You know, it wasn't it wasn't too difficult with that. What did kind of throw it off, and I think the UFC was maybe doing this on purpose, is that uh, they hadn't given us any contracts or anything because I think that they uh, they wanted to see if Henry was being serious about retiring, and then they wanted to kind of feel out what they were going to do afterwards and stuff because I'm sure that they have a million things going on right now. Uh, we're trying to figure out where fights are and blah, 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 you know, just dealing with the pandemic in general. So I think that that's what they were kind of doing. Uh, but I had like a gut feeling that it was going to be Sterling this whole time. You know, even, even I think even since February, I was like, I think that that's probably the next guy that I'm going to fight. And I just didn't know when it was going to be. And then a couple, maybe a month or yeah, what, what did I say? Seven or eight weeks ago is that's when I was, that's when they had told me all right, when's the earliest that you can fight? Because they're just trying to get guys right now. They don't care really what weight class. They're just trying to get people fights as soon as they can and book up these cards because the this island doesn't open up and there's only U.S. fighters. So they're trying to get as many as they can. So they asked me uh, the soonest I could fight. I said June, and uh, and that's what ended up happening. Who is the uh, core group that you have that's training with you right now? Yeah, so... Um, Training with a guy named uh, Justin Wetzel, who fights for LFA. Uh, Carrington Banks, who fights for LFA. He's also going to be in my corner as my wrestling coach. Uh, he's been doing a ton of one-on-one -on -one time with me for wrestling. and uh, he, Me and him get along great. We, we see things eye-to-eye. -eye. We get along really well. So he's been a really good addition to, to my wrestling game and helping me out in that area um a, a kid named elias rodriguez who's ju just uh a local kid from high altitude doesn't doesn't have many fights but uh is just like a young 19 year old kid so i could text him and be like hey man like training 15 minutes are you ready or are you good and and then he'll just show up at the gym he doesn't have anything else going on so he's the perfect drilling partner uh and then yeah my my coach is elliot marshall he's been coming to sparring uh, Christian Allen, he's been coming to sparring, and then Sean Madden, me and him have been training, and he's been coming to sparring too. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a good group of people, and uh, a lot of light has been shined on your team as of late, or the mm -hmm. last couple of years actually. And uh, it seems like now people are noticing more than ever. Do you feel that? Do you feel like more people are noticing your team now more than ever? Uh, I think yeah, I think it's hard not to, man. I think that. Uh... Yeah, I mean, our last three, in one week, you know, we had three really huge wins. We had two main event wins, and then we had uh, Dober with the with the finish over Hernandez, who is a really uh, respected name as a fighter. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I have been getting asked about it a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a race now for who can get the belts between you guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because everybody's yeah. ranked in a so high level. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it makes us all kind of be like, oh, man, this is like real. Like, like this is real. Like, it's not just some something that happens to some special people. Like, it's happening to the people next to us, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's good. It, it feels good to have everyone being really successful. 
Aljamain Sterling, you know, what do you think about his style of fighting? Because it's it's very unique, just like yourself. Yeah, it's it's really awkward. It looks really annoying to fight against, uh, which is a good thing. That's a compliment. Um, I think that me and him bring a lot of the same advantages as far as like he he likes to move his feet. He likes to play from the outside when he's striking. He likes to grapple a little bit. Um, most of his grappling exchanges are, are with the purpose of creating some type of jiu-jitsu instead of some type of wrestling, um, which I would say is pretty similar to mine too. So it's an exciting matchup as far as like, it's always exciting to see like who's better at the advantages that they're good at. Right. So, uh, so I'm excited for that part. Um, and yeah, I think that that's kind of how we, we pair up on, on, on paper is we bring a lot of the same stuff into the cage and it's just going to be about who's better at that stuff. Do you see Sterling better than Marais or, or Peter Jan? I think, I think Marais is the toughest fight, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, he's a really smart fighter. I think that he's a really grounded person. Uh, he, he doesn't fight with a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um and I think uh, at the very high level, that's really important as far as consistency goes. So I think that you're not going to have him not show up for too many fights. Um, the guy's a freak athlete. Um, so I think that he's probably one of the tougher fights in the division. I think Jan has looked really impressive, but I, I also think that like Jan hasn't had any tough fights. Like that's no, I mean, I, I shouldn't say not tough fights, but not as high profile fights as Marais, myself, and uh, you could argue Aljamain has had. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's what I think about the division is I, I would really like to see Jan get tested against Marais. I would love to watch Marais and Jan fight. I think that that would be a great fight. And, uh, but it, as far as toughness from all of them, I think Marais is, uh, ha- has the best uh, winning fighting style. While we're on the type of Jan, you know, after Henry Cejudo retired, Dana White comes out immediately after the event and says, oh, yeah, Peter Yawn's going to fight for the title. When you heard that news, were you, did you believe it? Or did you think like, oh, that's just something Dana White would say? You know what I mean? That's Dana White. Yeah, uh, I mean, I believed it. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me to, to uh, separate, like, what are just jealous feelings and what are legitimate feelings, you know? Like, Obviously, I would love to be the guy where Dana White's like, yeah, Corey Sanhagen's the, the next guy fighting for the title because I think I've looked pretty impressive in my fights um, against better guys. But I also know that, Jan, I mean, Jan shows up for his fights, you know, and, and he's really exciting and and, uh, and I'll give that to him. You know, he's capitalized on all the opportunities that he's been given. Um, but... I mean, I, I honestly, I to me, it's not really a race to get to the title. I'm not super concerned with that right now. I know that that's kind of like the big thing, um, but it's not, man. It's like even even if they made me and Aljamain a title fight, it wouldn't mean too much to me because we're just hitting the restart button at this point. It's like it's not like I haven't taken out all of the all of the other people that are in talks for the title. It would just mean that I got there first. And right now, that's kind of like, eh, that, that wouldn't do it for me. You know, like, what, what would do it for me is being able to beat all of the best guys back to back to back to back to back for years and years and years. You know, that's what will do it for me. So uh, it feels like it's some race, but if they want to do Jan and whoever next, 
Um, that's, that's fine with me. I don't care. I know that I'm still just one fight away. I do really well against Sterling. I put him away. I'm the next one fighting for the title, whether it's against Jan or Rice or the winner of that fight, if they're doing that, whatever it is, I, I think that I'm the next one either way. I know you're not really a Twitter guy, but if you go on Twitter, there's a big push for you and uh, Sterling to be uh, to be for the va- vacant bantamweight title, man. It must feel good though that there's people, there's fans that uh, that push for this, that want you to have that opportunity right away. Yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean, I, I, if I see Dana White, I'm going to tell him it's not too late to change. Man, go ahead. It's it's as easy as just changing a couple things on the contract, you know. Uh, but yeah, that I mean that's cool. But dude, like I said, man, like. To me, winning a belt is, uh, it's cool. It's a goal, but like, it's not the main goal. The main goal is to beat every single person that I go against and not only beat them, but like beat them in as embarrassingly as a way that I can, like make them look like they don't even belong in the cage with me. Um, and I want to do that to every single person that I fight against. And I want to do that until I'm retired. I, will that be the case? I don't, I don't know, but uh that that's my goal when i wake up you know that, that's what keeps me going all right well with uh sterling and preparations for him right can you take anything away from your fight camp for frankie Edgar and and use that to help you against sterling is there anything yeah sure man so uh yeah definitely i mean frankie's more of a wrestling type right uh I think in the striking game there's not going to be too many people that are going to be able to compete with me um not because I think that I'm some extremely physical specimen, but I think that I've really hammered down uh, what striking is supposed to be in MMA for someone that has the same physical attributes that I have. Uh, I think that it's a huge advantage to be taller and longer, be faster, and be able to move your feet. Um, and when you have all of those things in one person and and you make for a uh, – an exciting style that is the one that me and my coaches have kind of come come to create. Uh, I think it'd be really hard not to be the best striker in the division with all of that with someone, you know. Uh, so uh, I forgot your question because I'm I'm pretty worn out from the day. What what was it? You know your preparations for Frank Edgar. Okay. Have you taken anything okay. from that to help you with the Sterling? Yeah, okay, so striking is something that I don't stress too much. I, I still get better at it, but I'm like, eh, if we stay here, I don't really think anyone can can hang uh, for the full 15 minutes or 25 minutes or whatever. Um, but, yeah, with Frankie, it was like, yeah, of course, Frankie likes to wrestle, you know. Um, and I think most people, once they figure out that I'm going to be the better striker in the fight, if that's where they want to keep it, then that's what they're going to try to do. And I know Aljamain has a background of wrestling, uh, he, he likes to emphasize, emphasize the grappling and, and kind of the jujitsu parts of it a little bit more than I think your typical wrestler, uh, which I, which I like too. Um, so yeah, I mean, just kind of hammering down, like if I, I want to be able to keep the fight wherever I want to keep the fight and wrestling is kind of the way that you do that. You become really proficient at wrestling and you're able to kind of keep the fight wherever you kind of want to. So, uh, yeah, training for Frankie. And just kind of in general, uh, I know that a lot of these guys come from wrestling backgrounds, so I just kind of really been hammering, uh, uh, getting getting everything in 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 really good shape for that. With this fight, Sterling, you know, how do you see it playing out? Do you see it as a, a fight that's going to play out on the feet, or do you feel like it will go to the ground? 
I don't know. It's kind of hard because, I mean, in Sterling's last couple fights, that's what he's been liking to do. He's been enjoying uh, playing the striking game, where, whereas kind of before you saw that he, he, he liked to push a really high pace and kind of like gra- grab you a little bit, break from you, punch, grab you a little bit, break from you, punch. So uh, that's probably the Sterling that I'm anticipating. I'm actually very curious to see what his game plan is for this fight. Um, and how he's going to try to deal with someone that uh, does bring a lot of the same advantages because I think both of us have been in the same boat as far as we're both fighting shorter guys uh, and we've both been able to be uh, faster and control the fight. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he goes about doing that. Um, but as far as like how I pictured in my head, I think it's going to be me just being better at the advantages that we both share. And that's that it just just me being better, you know, that's, that's kind of how I see it playing out. As you, uh, climb the ranks, you know, you fight more skilled, more dangerous guys, you know, has your approach changed at every level of this game, you know, with the elevation of opposition? Yeah. The fights only get harder, man. You know, like they say, uh, what do they say in racing? They say, uh, the races never get easier. The times just get better. It's mm-hmm. the same, it's the same thing, you know, like, I, I, uh, like none of this is getting easier. I'm just getting better. Like that's, that's really what it is. Uh, and it's kind of as simple as that. It's like, there's different guys, you know, and, and different, uh, mindsets that you kind of have to have for different guys. Like with the Sun Sal and Lineker, my last two fights, it was more of like, uh, all right, these guys are very dangerous and they're throwing a lot of heat. And if they hit you, uh, that could be your night, you know? And that's a very different way to go into a fight versus someone like Sterling, who it's like uh, he's gonna he's gonna be pushing a pace, and you have to be, either be matching that pace or you're gonna start drowning. So uh, while there isn't really a huge threat to get finished against Sterling like there is against Asuncao and uh, Lineker, there's still there's still just a, a different type of threat that's there. So yeah, I mean it, the race doesn't get easier, man. It, 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 you just get better at it. Henry Suhuda retires. You're not a, a big fan, so to say, of, of that guy. Um, they remove him from the rankings, from all the rankings. Uh, do you think that's the UFC just taking his retirement talk serious? Uh, I, I think he is being serious. Uh, I, I do like, I love watching Henry fight. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of watching Henry fight. I think as far as like a competitor goes, I can respect that guy as a competitor a lot. Um, just kind of his aura that he even brings into the cage uh, is a very high-level, serious uh, competitor aura. Um, but as a person, yeah, I think he's really annoying, you know. And I think that it's lame that he picked uh, Aldo and Cruz as his top two choices to defend his 135 belt. Like, like that was lame. Um, do I think he's retired? I think it's going to depend on how much success he has outside of fighting. I think that that's kind of what we see with a lot of guys that come out of retirement is uh, in what other career or in what other business that you start out after this or whatever, like where can you make the amount of money that we're making in one night? You know, like you, you, you can't. So it's like, uh, I think it's going to depend on whether or not he's going to find something that uh, gives that to him. Do you think a lot of fighters, especially nowadays since it's the quarantine pandemic pandemic era, uh, playing with the media 
you know, and, and kind of feeding them lines that they would put into the headlines and, and kind of blow up to keep themselves relevant? Yeah, man, it's the art of social media, dude. It's this like, uh, it's this world we live in where it's like, you just got to stay relevant, you know, like, uh, if they're not talking about you, then, uh, then that's a problem for some of these guys because that's kind of what they got, you know? Uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't like it. That's why I don't really participate in it. To me, it's like, dude, like we're, we're grownups, like we're grown-ups, we're grown men and women who are fighting, you know what I mean, like, that's what we're doing as a job, I don't really care about what trolls or even some fighters are saying about me, that, it, it seems so silly, but it's, it, it is really strange that, like, this is the type of world that we're living in now, where it's like, if you just say some outlandish, weird, crazy shit, then people will just put it out there and then you'll get this kind of endorphin kick from like all the attention that you get from that. And it's just like, uh, that's a, that's a world that I, I try to like walk through very as, as little as I can. Black mirror. That's all I can say. It's just black mirror <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for the time, man. June 6th, UFC 250. The biggest fight in the Bantamweight division is coming up. Good luck on the fight and good luck on staying safe and, and being safe. And that's all I can say, man, is because right now it's like you got to be safe wherever you uh, go. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because if I test positive for Corona, I will lose my mind, dude. If that if the fight gets canceled because I have a, a virus, that will not be cool and not be good with me. But... Thanks for having me on, man. I, I, I really appreciate it, and uh, I think you do a good job, and uh, thank you.